Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent Week nine, playoffs are nigh upon us. District races are taking shape, and we're here to talk about it all for a style. Hello, everybody. Terry Vinegrant Goodwin here. Sideline to Sideline, the 4A edition, brought to you by SI Design and Printing, Power Plus Mouthguard, and Small Town Society, right here on L4 Media. Mr. Gooden, you're looking pretty good today. Thanks, sir. Thanks, sir. Nose is running. Go catch it. So what's the deal with this? Oh, wow. Wait, aren't you supposed to put that in your coat pocket? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got one here. I never understood that. So you're just taking what is a pretty... Supposedly one... You're supposed to carry two. One that you use and one you don't. Yeah. Or, well, one for a girl. In case she starts bleeding. In case she's crying or oh, something. Are you around? Oh, yeah, you probably are around a lot of girls that are crying. <laughs> <laughs> the world you live in. So Date night. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean all the women that made bad choices to lead them to you giving them 40 bucks for something. No reason to call 911. <laughs> <laughs> this is all just been a misunderstanding. Let me put the scythe away. Anyway. That's no joking matter, sir. Oh, yes, you're right. Let's be serious. <clears throat> I am Terry Bennett. That is Grant Goodwin. This is Sideline to Sideline. The Class 4A edition, where tonight we're going to be talking. Okay, that was a little <laughs> weird. Like, the, the, the mount, oh, I bet it was the keyboard. I have the keyboard, so I actually have a laptop here that uh-huh. I do all my notes and how we talk the game or show. And then the monitor that you see right here is connected to a mouse and a keyboard that's right here. And I must have hit the keyboard. Speaking of... Wow, that clarification. That's great. Speaking of, uh, Ethan Sloan's family. Of course, Ethan Sloan played 3A Gunner, but got us some cool Central Missouri gear. I'm actually wearing the shirt, even though you can't see it. You have a shirt. Uh, We do appreciate that. We have a Van Vandal rag now. Yeah. That's not the shirt. She, so Ethan no, Sloan's mom just randomly, she sent me a, a, a mule shirt and you a nice shirt. She went to men's warehouse. <laughs> I'm tired of you looking like a rag doll. I, I saw this dress shirt. I thought of you. Uh, 
I, I'll admit it right now. I'm a little punch drunk. I've been sick. Uh, so that's why we're recording. And I've been drinking. So, <laughs> that's just Grant normally. Uh, but I'm hopped up on NyQuil and DayQuil at the same time. <laughs> so this is going to be an interesting show. Uh, and if if some of our shows are missed this week, our coaches shows, that is why I'm like right now. It's always warm in here. I even moved the light away from me tonight. I have a shadow here, which my thing. Hey, why didn't the light get moved away from me? I'm hot. Well, that's because you opened the door to go get more drink. Um, but uh, I I'm still like I'm sweating. The studio right lights are really hot anyway. Yeah, they are. I hope next year we can put them up top so we don't have to worry about that. Then it'll be like a heat lamp. Well, yeah, but we'll, we'll be like better. all some burritos <laughs> sitting there. Oh, don't bring up food. Right now. <laughs> I thought at first it was so intern knowing I did an out drink the coverage live Monday night had a lot of people watch really do appreciate that. I was looking at the watch times and they were watching the whole three hours. So really appreciate that from our NFL fans. Man, I didn't think I had a life. I know we don't have a life, but no, not you. Oh, no, the we people that were oh, watching. Wow. We're going <laughs> to knock our listeners. Wow. No, um, I'm just saying, uh, but, uh, we had a lot of drink and a lot of Popeye's chicken. I thought that's what got me sick, but no. Two days later, as you can tell, I'm still still feeling it. But anyway, I'm going to soldier on at least for these two shows. We've already did the 2A show. We're going to have our normal talking foray all the way out in West Texas, all the way to East Texas, to Southeast Texas, where we'll be this week. We can go ahead and kind of tease that if you'd like. Yeah. Hampshire Finette yes. at Silsby. Very Cannot exciting. wait. That's why I'm kind of dressed up tonight. Oh, yeah, because this is a big game. Yeah. So every other game we've went to, if you're a fan of, Grant is saying this is the big game. Those were crap games. Well, last week I should have probably been in a tux because Columbus Columbus and uh, Hitchcock was probably the biggest game of the year. That would be a great bit. Every week you wear clothes that is equal to how big the game is. So, like, if we're going to go see. I could do that. The only problem is I only have, like, eight ties and – Four or five jackets and two suits. We'll pick crappier games and you can just wear basketball shorts. Like or just, yeah, or just play off some big game is not a big game because I don't have enough. I, still, I can't double wear. Hey, things. Taylor, talk to talk to the uh, media company owner, Brett. We want yellow 70s throwback sporting jackets with the L4 and sideline to sideline like patch. Silk, just the silk look. Yeah, and just go. Yeah, well, like like, like Howard bowling Coast, jackets. Well, yeah, like Howard Costell and them used to wear on Monday oh, Night Football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 dude, if you do that, I I won't wear them in the first four months of the season, but the last two games of the year when it's cold, I'll wear them. You buy them, I'll wear them. There you go. Every week. Uh, and this marks off, a, this marks off a, a bucket list for both of us, and we kind of realized we haven't seen Silsby in person in the whole years, the whole time we've been doing this show, the whole time you and I have been going to see football, yeah. I've seen them online now multiple times. I've listened to some of their games, but I've never been to see Silby. And on top of that, we're getting a, a Hampshire Finette team that's really good too. So, I mean, it's not yeah. like we're just going to see. I'm, I'm curious now about the Longhorns and what they're going to do. Yeah, I've watched Silsby twice this year online. Yeah. And I have went back and watched one Hampshire Finette game online. So, yeah, this is a big deal for us, man. And, you know, I, we've been through Silsby. Oh, yeah. N- numerous times, right? Uh, never been in the stadium, inside the stadium, passed by it. Uh, this is big. Man, well, this is big. I'm excited. Uh, are we staying in Silsby or? I, Lumberton. Lumberton. Staying in Lumberton for the night. Um, I I want to say this too, kind of, we, we usually say this a couple times a year, but like the games that we pick, uh, and the reason why we haven't seen Silsby is because usually we would see West Orange start early. And we don't like to, if we can help it, 
try to see the same thing, same team twice in a year until the playoffs because we've already seen that team. We yeah. want to see as many of the top 10 to 15 to 20 that we can see. Sure. And, and so that's why you go, well, why didn't y'all go see Silsby, West Orange, Stark a few times? Because we saw West Orange, Stark, Newton. And that marked off those two. And so and so that's why Silsby, even though they've had this great run the last, what, five, six years where they're consistently a 12 win or in the 12-game area, that's why this will be the first time and we, we cannot wait. But anyway, we're going to be doing what we always do. We're going to review week eight. We're going to preview week nine. Coach X is going to join us, and we're going to do all that when we come back right here on Sideline to Sideline, the 4A edition. Helmets don't protect every direction of force. And in some sports... Uh, a helmet just isn't part of the equipment, like basketball or soccer. Hockey has a small type of helmet. They just don't protect you against all the directions of forces that come into play. You can get forces on top of your head, on the side, on the back, but under the chin, there's nothing to protect that except for a physiologically positioned jaw. Putting your jaw in its physiologic rest position brings the actual jawbone away from the skull so that when you receive that force from an impact, that force doesn't get translated through the joint into that cradle of the skull, injuring the brain. L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. So like and subscribe and check us out. Good one here, sideline to sideline, the four edition. That's really hot in my ear. Is it really? Yeah. Is that better? Yeah, a little bit better. All right. I, I think it's because we had I had to use your amp out in the uh, uh, living room for the studio, and it it probably is noise a little bit deafer than you. Anyway, a little bit, a little bit. Anyway, it's time to talk a little for a week eight reviewing. Where do you want to start? Let's go to one that shocked me a lot. Alice 21, Cal Allen 7. The Allen uh, Alice defense held Cal Allen just 29 yards rushing and 112 yards of total offense. Yeah, you know, you and I, we, we've been – our friend Frank from 3A uh, down low, he jokingly says we've been rough on Cal Allen the last couple of years. And it's just simply they don't have the athleticism that they've had at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think this game shows it exactly because, you know, Alice is an okay team. Alice – Probably will play a few rounds, but this yeah. isn't a great Coyote team. Uh, on the year, they're five and two. They lost to Vets Memorial. They lost to Flower Buff. But one thing they've done all year is they've played really good defense. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's funny that they're kind of shining now because it basically uh, Matt Stepp and them at Dave Campbell. He does such great with the snapshots and stuff. It looks like Alice will be going after a quick two year stay in for a back up to five A. So maybe they get that chance to get that run real quick. And maybe this Alice defense is good enough to be a region threat. Yeah, and I mean, you're in a region that at least on that side, uh, I mean, it's probably going to be Cal Allen and Alice at the end. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, because they won't get to Bur- – you know, not Bernie because of Region 3, <laughs> uh, but they won't get to the Queros and the uh, uh, Laga Vistas and the Navarros until two rounds in. So – yeah, it, it, it's interesting to see. We're, we're definitely the Coyotes are definitely now on our radar as far as where they're doing. Kyle Allen's still there. I just don't think Kyle Allen has a really just doesn't have good athlete, athletes this year. Yeah, I I, yeah, I don't think they're a region threat this year. You know, there's 
And that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's okay. But yeah, I think Alice might be, you know, maybe this is a little bit of an eye opener though, because you know, Cal Allen still runs that wing T like nobody's business. Oh yeah. They're, they're a machine. You don't always yeah. have to have true. Like when I say athletes, them and Navarro do more with less. The problem is, though, is if you well, have Navarro's te- got a big one against yeah. Wimberley. We'll be talking week. about that one. Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, Wimberley's probably the region favorite, right? Them or them and Quero. I still think Quero's pretty high up there. Yeah, they could. But be. yeah, Wimberley. Yeah. Dude, Wim- I, I've told you this when I saw Wimberley versus Lampasas. If there was not a team named Carthage in this bracket, I have Wimberley winning state, and I still don't know if maybe if Carthage has a road bump in the, cause it, it feels like with Carthage, you either beat them in the region semis or you don't beat them at all. And, and so if there's a bump in Carthage, I think Wimberley can easily become the favorite in the state championship. Yeah. Right? There could be two bumps in the road for Carthage, but we'll talk about that later. No, Canton is not going, whatever. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let's go back into East Texas. You're here. picking center, aren't you? Uh, no. Uh, speaking of Carthage, they dismantled Rusk 49 to 14. Again, this is more just a, Hey, we want to remind you there's a school named Carthage out there. That's pretty good. Yeah, well, Rusk is a pretty darn good team. Though, well, and, and, right? and yeah. And you know, Rusk has been very up and down uh, on the year at times. They've scored tons of points. And then, you know, I, I really thought what Rusk would be one of those teams that could be a scary team. If you played them in the playoffs but then van held them the three points and we'll talk about van here in a little bit too i, I think what you saw here though is uh look i know carthage quarterback uh, jets rat throwing for 281 yards kj edwards running for 86 i think uh in three touchdowns 12 carries something like that but i think what you're seeing is this carthage defensive front coming into form and, and this is the first time in a long time that Carthage is young on both sides of the ball right usually they have which is scary for everybody it really because is they're still a state championship favorite oh by far if I had to put money on it I would put money on Carthage winning again and they're young on both sides of the ball yeah they're not going anywhere I mean not that we thought they were going anywhere but uh hey speaking of defending state champs two times boy La Vega almost pulled it off China Spring holds them off at the end, 52 to 49, as La Vega ran for 321 yards, threw for 244 yards. Yeah, uh, they stretch that China Spring defense. Again, there's been several teams that have done that to China Spring uh, and ended up on the losing uh, end of the bracket, right? Well, and or let's remember, docket. Bernie pushed them around well at times, too, in that game. I think people yeah. forget that Bernie, I don't want to say gave them the game, but Bernie had a two-score lead and, and China Spring did China Spring things. But th- that is the thing you and I have talked about all year and last year is that China Spring plays athletic defense, but if you can if you can block that front, you can sometimes catch them in the back. Well, that's the key. It's, and that's the hardest that thing to do in football but today. There's been some teams that have done that so far this year. Uh, good thing for China Spring, the Cougars quarterback, Cash McCallum, threw for 398 yards. That's why I say week. he's the best quarterback in 4 I, mean, I, he, I it, think it, so, too. It's him, but between him and the dude from uh, Wimberley. Cody almost. Stover. Yeah. Which, by the way, that's where McCallum was before. I mean, right. And the great thing is, is they're – they're great quarterbacks in different ways. They both can throw and they both can run, but Cash is more of the sit in the pocket. He runs if he needs to. Cody Stover is more of the – he's a lightning bug back there. there. There were a couple times where it looked like – and Lampasas is a pretty solid team. I was actually impressed with their front a little bit. They're smallish, but they're athletic. And there were a couple times in that game where the two ends looked like they were about to crush him, and he is so late to pull out that – you could almost tell that they were ready for the hit, and then boom, he's out and around yeah, the corner, and sure. they had broke containment. Yeah. Um, 
uh, let's see. Oh, hey, Lumberton. Yeah. Look at them. You know, they started off the year losing their first three games. Since then, they've you won think four they in a row. Some injuries. Yeah, I kind of I, I meant to uh, I, I meant to uh, email their coach and ask him because a he played at Marshall and also we we I know him for known him for a little bit. Uh, but Lucas Powell went fifteen to twenty two for two hundred seventy six yards passing and just that defense holding Viter to twenty eight in, in a game that I think if I remember correctly, two of those touchdowns were after the game had been Vider, decided. I, I believe Viter runs that slot T. I've yes. seen him on. Um, on, on film twice this year and they're very effective running that 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 offense uh they're tough to stop uh with that running game and and the lumberton team which had a knock on it last year as you know defense with was their achilles heel right yeah um i don't want to get over my skis on lumberton right now but it seems like they're back to where they were. Well, and I'll say this, you look at their losses and it's funny because I remember talking about this. They have the weirdest stat line of their first three games. They lost 35, 20, 35, 20, 34, 20, but they lost to Hampshire Fanette, Houston, St. Thomas, which is a really solid plot. And Nacogdoches, which at that time was, and they're still playing for a five, eight. Nacogdoches has been a program that's been down forever, but mm-hmm. they have played better. So maybe it's one of those that, you have to let the season evolve to see where the teams that beat them are. And so maybe they, those weren't that bad of losses uh, since then. I mean, but more importantly, though, they're 2-0 in district. Dillman, it, this is a, a down district this year, and it looks like it's going to be them and LCM for district here in a couple weeks. Yep. All right. A few quick hitters real quick before we go into yep. some more. Uh, how about uh, Lindell 35, Chapel Hill 23? Ooh. You know, it's not, it's not beating Chapel Hill that's impressive. That's impressive. I don't want to say that. It's holding Chapel Hill to 23 points. Right. A, a Lindell team now, that's given up a did, lot of did points. Did their quarterback not go out with a high ankle sprain? I think, right? I, so still, but I've heard. So the guys. If you're that, the man, you got to beat the man with your number two. Yeah, but from right? what I understand from the Chapel Hill broadcasters, he wasn't out much. So I, I don't feel like this is one of those where he was out for three-fourths of the game or anything. Yeah, I got uh, – some stats on this one i think if i can get my uh, for me though the, the phone to the, pull up. the the lindale defense after uh, giving up 42 42 59 64 to kilgore holding chapel hill to 23 points that to me is the impressive thing and, and we're gonna say it again go back with chapel hill their biggest issue is can they protect the ball and can they play defense when it matters when when you absolutely have to make a stop can their defense do that? That's going to be that, – that's why you lost against Bernie. Yeah. Well, and then Chapel Hill's uh, – I'm sorry, uh, Lindell's quarterback, Clint Thurman, uh, runs for 310 yards on 46 keepers. Wow, four touchdowns. Dude. 39 yards passing, but who needs to throw the ball if you're running for 310 a clip? Yeah. Or 310. I mean, th- that's crazy. I mean, Lindell is – is a lot better than what people think it looks like. You know, it's funny, this district with this game, you know, we kind of had said, hey, it really wasn't the district of doom. There's really only, you know, three good teams, but you've got Athens now sitting at five and two. They're two and one in district. Uh, you've got five teams that legitimately can make that three play. I still think it's going to be the standard Kilgore, Lindell, Chapel Hill, and then somebody else. But if it's a team like Athens, Athens is pretty talented this year. Hey, I want to talk about another East Texas team real quick. Okay. Spring Hill beat uh, North Lamar 42 to 34 as Trevor Allen ran for 255 yards, four, four touchdowns, caught two passes for 49 yards. And Spring Hill's a team that started the year 0-3 or 0-4. They're now 3-4, and 4, but more importantly, they're 2-0 and 0 in district. 
And, you, you know, we talk this district all the time for Gilmer and all that, but it is kind of nice to spotlight a, a team like Spring Hill. One of the teams that, you know, I, I can remember back when, you know, of course they had the Thomas brothers, but they used to be a team you marked in as a, a two round playoff team, even on their down years. Marion and Jamario, Jamario and Jamario. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them went and led the nation yeah and led the nation in rushing that year that was yeah. so crazy but they're now 2-0 uh they of course will battle uh let me see when they play this game i'll make sure i get it right it might be this week uh let's see here they're 2-0 and they play pleasant grove at the end of the season Ooh, so that's going to decide that's this. a tough one calling there. it now spring hill uh will play that game that's as far as i go you're high <laughs> speaking because... of gilmer they beat liberty Island. Yeah, I yeah they beat Liberty Ilo, uh what fifty six to twelve. Boy, Liberty Ilo started s- hot and they've kind of crashed back down to earth. Yeah, man, you took it away from me. You were talking about uh, rushing and Spring Hill. I was going to say Belleville. Speaking of rushing, oh man, I'm beat sorry. Sealy sixty nine okay, to we'll nothing, there. and they got their dude runs for what five thousand yards, something like that. <laughs> I mean, you know we'll preview them i think right yeah previewing, dude uh, Sealy has man this is a team i know they have a new coach uh mobily left to be the peaster athletic director not the coach just the athletic director right uh shane uh, uh clint finley former nfl played for the chiefs and all he took over yeah. and they started out so hot two and oh since then man they now here's who they've played i do want to make this case they lost to stafford bay city columbia brookshire royal that one's kind of went down but the issue is is Every game's getting worse. They went from losing by seven to 21 to 69. So Sealy, they have, and it feels like Sealy has done this the last few years, but they just always underperform. Maybe so. And, and, and that's, a, but that's a different discussion. Yeah. Like yeah. How good is Belleville? That's well, the thing. I, you know, like I, Belleville has just wiped the field with everybody. My, my, again, no, I said this, I said this last week. I think we talked about them two weeks ago. They've yeah, got they, to show me in the playoffs. Well, but it, okay, it was one year. But even went, the year before, they went twelve and one. That was still shorter than what we thought they were going to yeah, go. Yeah, every every year is different, though. No, I agree, every I team agree. is different, right? Every team is a different team every year. So I I don't know. I just say look out for Belleville. I mean, everybody should be in that that region. Oh, but, I agree. I mean, Belleville might be one of the best teams in that region. Oh, I agree with that. On paper, I think they are. And you know, we talk about their their running game, but you know, DJ Sanders, that's the big freshman we oh, saw yeah. a couple of years ago. He has matured. He he he's kind of become a Dalen Mack like was for Gladewater. I mean, he's just making plays all over the field. He's athletic. He's huge, but his athleticism stands out even at 300 pounds. And I don't even think he's, I think he's a little bit bigger than 300 now. All right. Where to now? Uh, Needville 56 El Campo. 28. Wow. You called this one, man. Good call on this one. You, yeah, you have, you well, have called the last two El Campo losses. Well, there's two <laughs> things. A, I think Needville is a lot better than what people realize. Yeah. They're very oh, 100%, underrated. 100%. And I think El Campo is just, they're in turmoil. Well, you know, new system. They've been in turmoil from week two. Yeah, new system, and I think Travis Reed is going to do a wonderful job there. Oh, he will. But, but you lose it's your quarterback. Not be this year. Yeah, it's not going to be this year. You lose your quarterback. You already were facing some depth issues, uh, and, and you're seeing it now. I, you know, I still think they might make the playoffs, but it's going to be a tough road. They're going to have to have some help. But for Needville. I mean, they're almost a a mirror of what we saw a few years ago when they had that stud running back. 
they don't play a lot of defense at times, but they also don't need to because of Keelan Sweeney at quarterback and because of Cade Ramirez and Deshaun Burton. Sean Burton two weeks ago had like 285 yards or some crazy right. number like that. Yeah. This is one of those teams that it, just like a couple of years ago, I think it was 2019, they went 10 and three because that's when we went and saw them play West Columbia. And they got on a roll in the playoffs and they they had two big wins because their offense was so good. That's when they ran into Lampasas and it was 66 44. Yeah. I've never heard you so mad at a game than Lampasas and Lindale. <laughs> when neither team was stopping each other and you were like texting me going, this is trash. Oh yeah. Cause they, they couldn't stop each other. That was lit. No, that was lead Lindell and Needville. No, it was, Le- uh, it, was Needville. it was Needville and Lampasas. They didn't play Lampasas beat Needville the week before. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember. Okay. Uh, how about Lubbock Estacado 52 Andrews 14 Estacado's now six and one. Their running back, James Bozeman, ran for 180 yards. Yeah, you know, again, going off of what Step said about snapshot, they might fall to free division two next year. Oh, that's dangerous. That's really dangerous. And and they are kind of a team, like for me, for Belleville, that the last few years they've been really talented, but they seem to underperform in the big games. And I feel like this region this year is there for the taking because 4A division one, region one, there's a lot of – okay teams there's nobody to me that's just completely standing out above everybody uh so they they're one and oh they're six and one in district they've got brownwood this week which we'll know a little bit more two or three good great teams well yeah but but they are not performing or they're not yeah and they're not showing that they're that far away from each other and we'll learn we'll know this week because uh separation yeah exactly there you go i was trying to think of that word uh we'll know this week though because estacado and brownwood play all right canyon 30 herford 13 Herford came into this game pretty hot. Yeah. Canyon was hot. Canyon leaves no doubt. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not going to say they're better than they were last year. Uh, well, I guess for half the year they were because they lost their stud quarterback, Derek Clemens, uh, last year when he got hurt. And I still, that is still one of the biggest what ifs because that Canyon team, man, they were humming along last year. This year, Noah Sanchez, the sophomore quarterback, he's been solid. The defense, once again, has been very solid. Their only loss was to West Plains. And again, people need to watch out West Plains and 4A Division II in that region. They might be playing through this year. Their only loss was to what, Bushland? Uh, Bushland, 47-41 to 41 the first game of the year. Yeah. Um, and, and we saw how good Bushland was. Yeah, and they throttled uh, they throttled uh, Canyon, and they throttled Estacado. Mm-hmm. So that just just a reminder, I know we keep bringing it up. Of course, you can hear our Canyon show each and every week where we talk all the three Canyon schools, including Canyon Randall, who they're quietly now 2-0 after they started the season struggling. So it, it's not quite a walkthrough for Canyon in this district, but I think, I think beating, oddly to say this, beating Hereford was their big hurdle. Yeah. All right, how about Iowa Colony, 37, Navasota, 21. Iowa Colony's quarterback, Carson White, went 14-23 to for 263 yards passing. Uh, their running back, Aaron Tanner, or Tanner, ran for 151 yards on 18 carries. Iowa Colony now improves to 7-0. and Yeah, we had talked about them in the offseason, and, and we kind of said – for all the talk about all the favorites coming out of this division and this region with Chapel Hill and all that, people need to watch out for the pioneers. Oh, yeah. Not only are they talented, but they're they're at five A depth numbers are already. And when we talked to Coach Ray Garza at Coach's School, he even said, "Yeah, that's a benefit." He goes, "This is where you take you take advantage of these. You do what Shadow Creek did or what Katie Patel did when you had bigger numbers. You take that last year and you win with it." And, and man. 
they are winning right now. And, and they're not outside of Stafford. And you and I talk about Stafford, one of the most up and down teams. There haven't been a lot of close games in this one. Their no. defense, this was the most points they'd given up all year was to Navasota uh, and Stafford. And, and other than that, they've been 13, 0, 10, 14, and 7. This Pioneer offense is really good, but I think this Pioneer defense is very underrated. Yeah, you you have a team with numbers like that. Um, you can really tell it on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Yeah, because you I can mean, run in the, different lines. and you yeah, know. yeah, I mean, that's how you can tell when yep. there's a deficiency in numbers is the defensive side of the ball. All right, how about Van, 56, center, 36? That band defense held center to just under 253 yards uh, of total offense. Yeah, give who else can do that? Exactly, but give center credit for scoring 36 points on just 253 yards of offense. That's right. pretty impressive point per yard. I, I have not seen this game. That sounds like some short fields. Yeah, it sounds like some short fields, and that's going to be the issue with Van is I think they, they have a tendency to not turn the ball over, but just – Turn the ball over, but just reasons. I know this van offensively is pretty balanced. They're starting to really come together offensively, you know, and got a big one next week against uh, Carthage. Carthage. And, and, they, and I van, think we might go to that one. And Van is is going is coming off. It's going to be coming off the bye, so they're going to be rested. Uh, you know, for all the talk about what Surratt does, Jared Moffitt at Van, he can come out with some good wrinkles and stuff. And so, and I think Moffitt, the quarterback, was actually out for this game too, Jackson. or didn't play the whole game. Okay, that's another. We have a Van fan. In dinner. fact, hey, speaking of, we got a Van Vandal. Uh, that's right. A rag here on the table. Uh, if you're a it's Van, a towel, not a rag. Okay. I mean, Texas, it's a rag. Grab the rag. If it's if it's not if it's no bigger than three folds, it's a rag. If it's oh, three okay. folds or more, it's a I towel. I would think it would be by thickness. Like a rag is something that's not very thick. It's a towel if it's a little thicker. I've always been told it's thickness over length. Well, I'm over two, so <laughs> let's go for something else. Decatur fifty-eight, Wichita Falls zero. Uh very impressive. I, I didn't think Wichita Falls was going to win that game, but I thought they'd score some points. And Decatur to well, shut them out is yeah, very well, impressive. And put up almost 60 on Yeah, them. well, Decatur scores. That's it. Doesn't it feel like they're starting to round into form a little bit, it too? It does. It does. And I would not want to play them in the playoffs. No. Anna, 48. Kaufman, 20. Let me tell you, after that Anna loss to Salina, Anna was just demolishing everybody until they got to Salina and played a, what, double overtime? Yeah, great game. Uh, classic uh, one of the best games in the last five years uh, against Salina losing that one Anna is still showing they are a region favorite oh yeah I, we've talked about it before that I game I still think Anna is better than they were that's last exactly year. where I was about to go you, you were saying that you know before that game and that game didn't show me anything less we will be seeing Salina versus Anna round two just like we did last year oh yeah uh let's see where I do you want to go I think that's it Probably need to preview some in the next segment. You know right? what? Let's do that. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to do a little week nine preview. We also have Coach X and all that kind of fun stuff right here on Sideline to Sideline. Brought to you by SI Design and Printing. Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and 
honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent I did not even know this was on here. Wow. That's Grant. I'm Terry. This is Sideline to Sideline. I'm not even playing. I did not even know that was on here. Anyway, we're back here on the Class 4A show right here on L4 Media. Brought to you by, of course, SI Design and Printing, Power Plus Mouth Guard, but also Small Town Society. You can find them online at shopsmalltownsociety.com. For all your, wow, there's just weird things going on on the computer tonight. Now we have a weird background on our show. Let's go back to the original background. There we go. All right, you can check out Small Town Society online at shopsmalltownsociety.com. They do game day shirts like this one. This one says, come and take it. This is for Franklin. You have a couple of their Franklin ones. They have a lot of game day for guys and girls. Uh, they also have hats and accessories. They have holidays. They have long sleeve. They have sweaters. They have short sleeve. They have holiday stuff. That's for like Halloween. Great Halloween shirt that I ordered for my fiance. So check them out. Smalltownsociety.com. You're engaged. Yes, you knew I was engaged. I've got I engaged. Not. I literally got engaged five feet from you on the beaches at uh, Corpus Christi. Well, I like drink, so I forget. Sometimes that is true. That is true. Oh man, you know what? I forgot to tell you on this trip, by the way. What? This is a crazy story. I love just throwing it at you like that when you don't know it's going. That's right. Coach X is back. You hear that sound? Yeah. That sound? The life force being sucked out of me. All right, here's what Coach X has to say in his diatribe before we get into his games. I was told Coach X got quite popular on Smokey. Thanks for that, Grant. Wait, well, I, did, I, I don't know. What did you do? I'm the, like the Oprah of high school football, But what did I you guess. do? What did you say? I endorsed him maybe some. How did you endorse him? I don't know. Why can you never tell me anything? Why do I have to go find out you on Smokey? You didn't tell me you were engaged. I got engaged right in front of you and then turned around and said, hey, I'm engaged, Grant. Okay, you didn't remind me afterwards. The I, next I literally day. mentioned her as my fiance five or six times a day when we hang out. The next day, like, it, yeah. it has to be two days in a row. That's the only way you get it. That's the only way it beats into my brain. All right, anyway, he says, I'm no hero. Well, maybe I kind of am, but there will be no living with Miranda now that Lindell beat Chapel Hill like a tied-up goat. Why would anybody want to beat up a tied-up goat? I bet PETA wouldn't like that. I think I'd rather beat up some PETA people than a tied-up goat. Well, a man can dream. Now on with Grant and Coach X show with a special guest appearance by Terror Bear. Can't believe you didn't say tying up Miranda Boyard. and doing stuff to her or something. Oh, yeah. that is. Oh, man, he just went, oh. 
I should have said that. It'll oh. be it'll be up in the next couple of weeks. I, I should have went for I don't it appreciate on fourth and one that that... I kicked it. <laughs> I'm telling you, he loves his <laughs> he calls it his punt and go offense. Uh, but I, I should have known you're only doing this mm-hmm. so he doesn't talk bad about you in the diatribe. That's the only reason you're nice no, to him. No, I don't do that. I don't care. Every time he and I, I are tight. Every time I hit his music, you hate it. Every time. Listen. Look at that Esco, face. Give it to you. See, there's a face. Could I come up with his at bat intro music okay. next time? Yeah, go ahead. I will okay. let you do it. Not right now. No, no, I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying next week. Yeah, okay. you can. You have control um, of the board next week. Well, no, I'll just tell you what to put. Oh, okay. I can't control okay. that. Look at all the buttons on that. <laughs> They're all lit up. Yes. It's like the nuclear suitcase or something. I don't. I got know. it from Trump on Facebook <laughs> Marketplace. <laughs> All right, can we go into the four A preview oh, and yes. do what we're supposed to oh, do? Oh, now, here? now you want to do this? I mean, I'm do you want to start where we're going to be? All football, no bullshit. Let's go. All right, that's going to be our new name of our show: <laughs> All Gas, No Breaks. <laughs> All football, no bullshit. Uh, let you want to go where we're, you want to talk the first game where we're going to yeah. be. Yeah, right, Hampshire talk. Finette at Silsby. Cannot yeah. wait for this game, man. Yeah, we've we've had some great games this year, and this I think is going to be one of the top two or three games. You know, I, I want to say when you've got a quarterback like Finette does and Ty, Ty Bryson, and they've he's got two really good receivers in Braxton Starnes and Pierce Pirtle, and of course Silsby has Draylon Miller. Uh, I still feel like this might be a little bit of a lower scoring game because these two defenses are so physical this year. It could, but look, here's the thing. Look, Silsby's got Draylon Miller that we all know about. Averages of what, about 93, 95 yards game uh, receiving. Uh, Ashton Cartwright, though, does not get enough pub statewide. Uh, I agree with that. He you know, uh, Miller takes a lot of the coverages away from Cartwright, and Cartwright's averaging 83, 85 yards a game receiving. And then uh, Trey Kibbles at running back and Michael Moser, they just light it up offensively too. You can't defensively, you cannot. I mean, you have to pick your poison, right? Yeah. Now, I- Bennett is – the Longhorns are about as, as – uh, balance of the offense as you'll see in all of class four A. So this is gonna be strength on strength and which defense is going to be able to step up. And that's gonna and which offense doesn't commit turnovers. Right. I mean, you know, we we see it all the time and we talk about it. You see so many great matchups get killed by turnovers. Turnovers at the worst time. But man, I don't know. I just keep going. I mean you look at you look at what Silsby's done defensively. 14 points, 14 points, zero, 27, but they scored 72 in that game. Yeah. Held West Orange start to six, uh, 13 and zero. All right. And then you look at what the Longhorns have done defensively. And on the year, 2014, eight, zero, seven, 28 to Jasper, and then 14 to West Orange Stark. So these two teams, and I know West Orange Stark is down, but these two teams combined to hold West, West Orange Stark. West Orange Stark is not really down. They're better this year than they were last year. But maybe it's just everybody else around them is better this well, year. Maybe that's playing. what it is. Yeah, that's what exactly what it is. I think if you went and saw West Orange Stark, I think they're as good, if not better, than they were last year. They lost to Silsby 20-6 to 6 and the fan at 21-14. to 14. Yeah. 
So that that go, that just goes to show. Again, that's why I still think at the end of the day, this might end up being a, a lower scoring game than we're thinking. It, it could be. I I like Silsby. I think this could be a classic, but I like Silsby by eight to ten points. I like the Longhorns by three points. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. I think this is a one possession game easily. I I I think I agree with the one possession game, but man, when you've got playmakers like Miller, Cartrozier. It's tough. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. And this is one of those that you and I can pick it 100 times, and it, it just – I'm just so excited to be there. Yeah, I am too. All right, let's see what Coach X has to say. Is this the old Hampshire we've never heard about, like that new one way up there in Canadian that they get all the publicity, so that's why they are the new Hampshire because of this one? Hold on a sec. i got to take a call. Hello. No, man, I, I can talk. Just doing my write-up for mine and Grant's show. Yeah, Larry is still on it, but it, it's me and Grant are the dean and Frank of the show. Lawrence is more of the J- Jerry Lewis. Hey, the French would love me. Hold on. I got to make my pick. Silsby, I picked it my way. Oh, God, that's so bad. Get it? I, I get it. I get it. Way. I'm dumb. He's like, the, that dumb. he's like the Joey Fatone of the group. All right. Oh, new kids. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, let's go to uh, – let's hit a quick hitter real quick. Brownwood versus Lubbock Estacado. Oh, great game. Should probably be more than a quick hitter, but I got a little lazy on it. <laughs> well, I mean – But, look, I call for Brownwood, that quarterback, against Lubbock Estacado and their defensive – or offensive prowess as well. This is going to be a great game. A lot of score uh, points scored, I think, in this game, right? Yeah, I, I think this is a high-scoring game. Though, I will say this. When you look at who Brown would have played, and, and me and you get kind of skewed because the one game we saw in live, a, a third-string quarterback with a number 40 or whatever, led Stephenville to two scoring drives. But on the year against really good teams, this team has been solid defensively. They held Conley to 28. Uh, they held Abilene Wiley, who's refound themselves in 5A to 21. They shut out uh, Lakeview last week. They beat Big Spring 56 to 7. So I do think Brownwood has the chance to, if it's a lower scoring game, I think it fits them. If it gets to be high scoring, this is where Brownwood loses some of their thing because they don't have a lot of options outside of I call. I, I think Brownwood and I call take this game, and I think it's by six points. I think this is a classic. Could be an instant classic. This is in Lubbock, I believe, right? Yeah. Um, but I like Brownwood in a really good game. Like, if we weren't going to Finette and Silsby, might be at this game. I'm going to go with the Matadors, and I'm going on a little bit of a trust because they tend to not play well in these game, these big games. I'm going to say that they will this year, and I just think – I just keep seeing Brownwood offensively struggle – with that, when I call can't, you know, mm-hmm. I, if I call is being even halfway contained, nobody else has stepped up yet. So maybe this is the game that that happens. And I think it needs to happen for Brownwood. This is a team that I think has a lot of the right things to make a deep run. Finding a second option on offense where I call it and have to do everything is, is important to them. All right. China Spring versus Stephenville. Wow. Yeah. What a great game. We were at this game last year. I don't think it'll be as good this year. But it has a chance of being really good, though. But I don't think it will be. Look, Stephenville or um, uh, China Springs quarterback Cash McCollum and running back Kyle Barton, they're going to struggle against this Stephenville defense. Like we saw that limited Brownwood when it really mattered in the second half. I think they will be able to do the same. Thing is, I think China Spring has way more big playability yeah, with their guys out there uh, than Brownwood did. Um, now, can China Springs defense 
really stop Tate Mariska at running back and the third string quarterback for Stephenville, uh, Hudson Butchie. I, I think they can slow them down, yeah. especially with Butchie. Uh, I don't think Stephenville will be able to ke- uh, keep up offensively, and China Spring can run, dude, and they can run offensively. They're going to put up a lot of points. I don't think Stephenville can keep up for four quarters. I think it could be close through three, but give me China Spring in this one. Yeah, I just think that they're just – too many weapons on offense against the Steamville defense has played a lot better than I think people understand. Mm-hmm. You know, they gave up 31 to a young 5A Midlothian Heritage team, and everybody was like, well, that's interesting. But then they held Everman to seven. They gave up 55 to Decatur, but guess what? Decatur's scoring on everybody. Um, I think the Yellow Jacket defense can keep this a close game for three quarters, but in that fourth quarter, it's going to get scratched. Yeah. When, and, and you're going to see China Spring do what they did against Vega and just start opening up the offense more. Again, this China Spring is one of those teams that they kind of they do as much as they need to to beat you. And then they try not to show a lot. Yeah. It's district. It's time that if you if they feel like if it's a one possession game in the third quarter, you'll start seeing them do things that they're going to do in the playoffs. I like the Yellow Jackets to keep it close, but I think China Spring wins it. All right. Let's see what Coach X has to say. Did Brett change schools? Does he support Cougar Spring now? Seems like they've replaced Brock as the school we talk about each week. Hey, did y'all see Brett is taking me to the Ryder Cup next time? He even got me a Texas flag suit. He said American at first, but I was like, excuse me. General Lee, I am a Texan. Even went to Tarleton and live in Stephenville, so give me the Cougars. So now you're going to have all these internet sleuths going across all the Tarleton photo books to try to find a Coach X. Why do you think he thinks that Brett's going to take him to the Ryder Cup, not us? Probably because Brett was drunk and Coach X was bothering him when he was at the last one. And he said, fine, I'll take you next time. And That's realized that we haven't been drunk with Brett. But he I is have, our boss. I have, I have. You have? Yeah, the first time I met him, to if we were going to start this new company, we met down at Angry Dog. <laughs> oh. We had, drink, we had a good time. That was a fun night. Got, Nobody invited me. Yeah, actually, we did. You were gone. Where was I gone to? Uh, we'll wait until the See, judge. You're lying because you don't even know where I was gone to. Well, I don't want to say I've never it on the gone air until anywhere. the case has I'm been adjudicated. Always, I'm always here. <laughs> I know it's a little weird. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I walk in here and you're like laying on the bed, on the floor, and everything. And your what? new wife's like, is, "Is Grant still in Canada for business?" And I'm like, uh, "Sure, I guess." <laughs> How do y'all do this? Show? It looks like he's right there in studio, but I know he's been in Toronto for the last three months. Look at it longer cord for these i fixed it that's not the issue you caught it on your boot you're not fixing so you're just enough. struggling in a, in a suit you just don't you're you're all over the place this first of all it's not a suit yeah it is no, it's not it's a it's texas a suit code and a tie that's a texas suit are hmm. you wearing boots maybe are you wearing blue jeans maybe that's a texas suit all right, let's go down into Region 4, Wimberley versus Navarro. This has been a, a game that's always been interesting the last few years. I don't know if it will be this year. Uh, I just feel that Ooh, Wimberley is I'm, just... I'm going to tell you something. You're going to try to tell me Navarro's going to win this game? No, I'm not. Okay. But every time I try to write off either one of I these agree two with that. teams, that's a good point. <laughs> either one of these two teams, yeah. it comes back to bite me. Wimberley's going to win this football game. Look, Cody Stover at quarterback, uh, Noah Birdsong at receiver, uh, Nola Wada at receiver, and then the really good running back, Chase Carson. Um, I mean, that's an offensive machine yeah. and how big they are up front. But let me tell you, man, Navarro's running back, Antoine Mebane, is the real deal. 
Navarro averages almost 300 yards per game yeah. on the ground. And if they are able to run it up close to 300 yards against this Wimberley defense, that gives them a chance. I don't know if they're going to be able to. Can they move that Wimberley defensive front? Do you think they can? No, uh, not consistently enough. Now, they're they're an offense that will always – they're going to – even in games that they lose – You they, can only run peanut about two or three times. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't – especially when you, you're talking about a Wimberley team that knows them very well. Wimberley probably knows their, their angles and their blocking angles and all that just as good as Navarro does because they play each other so much. Right. I just – I've said it all year. I think Wimberley – is special this year. I think Navarro is down. Do uh, you know, they only had like five coming back off last year's team on offense. They've struggled offensively at times. Uh, I like, you know, we have a Laga Vista show and, and I, and Laga Vista is very young, but Laga Vista held them to 27 points in a close game. I don't think in any way, Wimberley, uh, I just feel like Wimberley wins like a 42 to 21 type game. I, I think so too. Um, and I think Wimberley will stick their neck out and make a, everybody realize how special they are now. But again, if you can't get Navarro's offense off the field and you only get in three possessions, well, that's a whole question. Though. Yeah. That, I mean, but I'm just saying it. That's, that's the greatness about this offense when they're running it. Well, even against a team, that's a better team. They keep their offense off the field. You force that offense to feel that they have to make up every you point in one play, you get frustrated, but I just, I don't know. I just don't if see the, it. If happen. there's a defense that can do it, Wimberley's defense can do it. Yeah. If there's an offense that can just score on every possession that you need to, Wimberley's offense can do it. So yeah, I, agree. I agree with you on the score. All right. How hang about, on, hang on. I got Coach X. Coach oh, X. Oh, see, God. see, Coach X. Oh, he tries man. to make no, you. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I love you, man. Uh, uh, let's see what Coach X has to say. This has got to be one of my top five games I look forward to each year. That is true. He does love this matchup. The only thing that would have made this game better is if the Geronimo people would have done the smart thing several years ago and made their mascot the Apaches, the Warriors, the Chiefs, the Roaring Thunder, or even the Parachutes. <laughs> Wimberly, you are the Texans. Damn you, Geronimo Navarro. This game could be the Texans versus the Apaches and be really historically accurate. Give me the Texans. Good point. It's a roundabout way. He agrees with us. Everything he does is a roundabout way. Let's be honest with you. <laughs> All right. Bay City and Needville. This was a hidden gem right here, right? Oh, Bay yeah. City's quarterback, Alex Estrada, has four, uh, thrown for 1,435 yards. Um, Jada Andrews, running back, averages 126 yards a game rushing. Uh, Zalem Williams, uh, the receiver, averages 104 games a, or uh, yards a game receiving. So this Bay City offense is pretty potent, but Needville has – arguably one of the best running backs class four and Deshaun Burton. He's ran for 1,630 yards so far. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts? I, I like Needville just because I think right now they can outscore everybody. And as we talked about, they've, they've quietly been decent on defense compared to where they were. And also Bay city has just been very kind of up and down. You, you look at them and, and this isn't a knock. They lose to Edna 28, 21. That's fine. Edna's a good Edna's team. Darn good. Yeah. They, 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 then they beat Brazosport and El Campo, but lose to Navasota. 
And Navasota is a, that was a little bit of a head scratcher. And let's be me. honest here: twelve four A Division One. If you haven't noticed, we talked about them in the preview and the review. This has been a fun district, and it's been all over the place because Navasota they lose to El Campo forty eight to fourteen, but then uh, beat Bay City thirty to twenty six, then lose to Needville fifty six to forty two. So I, I just it it's confusing to me how Bay City lost that game, and, and so I just I don't know. I feel like. I feel like Needville, oddly enough, has been the more consistent team. Of course, they're in the beaten, so yes. But give me Needville, but I don't think it's going to be – I think this is a close game. I think this is a high-scoring game. Yeah, I actually agree. I take Needville not so much because of Deshaun Burton at, at, at running back. Kevin Sweeney, though, has ran for 1,050 yards from the quarterback position and thrown for 815. Yeah. So when you got a really good running back like Burton and then Sweeney, a dual threat like that, good luck. With a Bay City defense that's kind of struggling anyway. No, I, I totally agree with you on that. All right, let's see what Coach X has to say. Do we have to? Yes. The okay. rollers rolled up the birds that eat rice just like I said they would, Bay City. I'm like 57 on and zero on the season, by the way. Suck on that, Junior <laughs> Professor Doug. Hey, Terrence, do you know where Needville is? I didn't think so. We've been there. Anyway, we no, went there on. two years ago. Just let him, let him. So it's right in between Wantville and Dreamland. <laughs> Pretty funny. Good job. Dreamland has a cool mascot because they're the Kirby's. I really need the Rollers to win, and they will. Now I'm fifty-eight and zero, Doug. Hey, do you remember that uh, Needville Cafe we went to, the J Cafe? Yes, the that was Jay really good. Oh, their ribeye yes. was amazing. And we if you're ever in Needville, go there. Yeah, and by and the way, the J Cafe, their ribeye, and their pie—they're well known for their pies. Remember, we didn't eat any, but yeah, oh, they, no, I'm diabetic, so I don't eat it. <laughs> I love how you use that when it fits. And also, they have one. I wasn't of them, diabetic last week. Yeah, but you will be. Well, until we get to Silsby, I heard there's some good steak place down there. So yeah, that's right, Honky Tonk Texas. Yeah, have you right there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I oh, have okay. not. Uh, no. Derek Del Rio gave us that tip. Yeah, might have a slice of pecan pie and not be diabetic with your sweet tea. Um, Sweet tea, too. Yeah. I will say you this. You might have to drive because my vision will be very blurry, <laughs> but that's okay, man. I will say this, too. That is one of the most beautiful views from a stadium. Like, just where it's at where in at? Needville. Needville. Oh, where Needville. it's at, just the views are really pretty. You got that, was it, big bell at, at the one end of the field? Right. Yeah, it, there was a big bell. Like I don't it, remember the view. Oh, yeah. Like, it was like really, you. really pretty. Yeah. I, I tend to notice those things. How, how do you have a big nice view from a coastal plain isn't all of coastal plains a nice view you think we were in big bend doing an alpine i didn't say there was mountains i said it was you you do realize it doesn't have to be mountains to be pretty right no pretty much does that's not what you're saying we're in galveston this week because i was ocean anyway here's a quick hitter jasper versus west orange stark (laughs) What are your thoughts on Jasper versus West Orange Stark? <laughs> um, you know what? This is... You know what? <laughs> Sorry. Really? <laughs> me laugh. Why don't you tell me your thoughts? Uh, you know, I was really high on the Bulldogs of Jasper, and then they, the, 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 the Franklin game kind of... And Franklin's great, but it felt like... And you and I talked about it. It felt like this, this was going to be a game where Jasper's physicality comes out. They've got a stud linebacker, all that thing. And then Franklin not only pushed them around offensively, but pushed Jasper's offense around. Yeah. And Franklin is a really good, solid defense. But if there, if you were to say there's a a 
weakness on Franklin was there's not a lot they can give up points. And so I really thought that that, that just really, you know, I don't know, it kind of shook me as far I, as what I Jasper did. Franklin would give up points through the air. Yeah, yeah. Though. Right. And that's not what Jasper does. So you're right about that. Right. I like Westhorn Stark in a close one. This is going to be a classic. Another, we've got several really good games of class 4A. This is in Orange, right? In West Orange. Uh, very hard place to go in and get a, a, a Dan Hook Stadium. It's just not an easy place to win. Yeah. Give me West Orange Stark in this one, but I think it's going to be close. Well, and, and this go overtime. This is one of those games where we talk about uh, everybody talks about district, but this is for third and fourth place, and, and you want to avoid. So here, here's your right now. Over- here's how tough this district is, by the way. When you got West Orange Stark and Jasper playing for third and fourth place, yeah, those are two SEC That's a great type. Point. High school football teams. Yep. And so if you're fourth place, you're going to play a Sweeney or third place. You're going to play a Sweeney, a Brookshire Royal or a Columbia Roughnecks, maybe a Lamarck. They're still kind of in it. I'll take any of those. If you're fourth place, you're playing Belleville. Don't want any of that. Those are problems I don't want to have. So that's why that's why you want to win this week. And, yeah. and, and, and in saying that either one of those get, that's going to be a hell of a first round matchup. Brought Belleville versus either uh, Lamar. I mean, uh, either West Orange Stark or Jasper. Can Maybe we that's get to, one of those games as a double header down in like Pflugerville oh, or that'd something. Be awesome. Pflugerville's the next, by the way, uh, high school playoff ground zero. Yeah, it's like, a great stadium. We've loved going that's there. Like the capital of high school football playoffs, it seems like uh, Pflugerville is right now. All right, how about Alvarado? Uh, versus La Vega. First one to 80 might win. Yeah, pretty much. I like La Vega, but in a very close one. Yeah, and I do think this will be one of those games that ends up being a little lower scoring than we think. Uh, and when I mean that, like 45 to 35. Mm-hmm. I like La Vega. I, I still, I mean, when you look at what Alvarado did against China Spring, losing 64 to 28, that makes me wonder, is their offense really good when they're playing average defenses and then when they play a decent defense they struggle and, and la vega barely has a decent defense i do admit that but I, at the end of the day i like la vega i do think this will be a fun game all right and then the last one is carthage versus center give me carthage i think a lot of people think center can score uh but not i thought not that tonight, until last bro. week i thought that i not that they could score enough even but, before carthage is a different animal oh yeah i know i know you, i know when you like carthage get up for their last two games by the way are center and van. And let me tell you, that's your those, first, that's your second and third place teams in the district. Yeah. And when Carthage gets up, I think they're playing with their food a little bit I agree. because it doesn't matter. I mean, it matters, but it's not a big game. When you got these next two weeks, center and van, which I still think we need to go to the Carthage van game. I have no problem doing that. All right. Um, I think they're going to show up and show out. Give me Carthage, not even close against center. <laughs> All right. I think that's going to put a wrap for for a week nine. Two more weeks, and then the playoffs start. Cannot wait. Again, we appreciate our sponsors, SI Design and Printing, Power Plus Mouth Guard, Small Town Society, and still 
Monster Chamber of Commerce. They still do the Monster Show, and we do appreciate that. Anything else you got to say? Nope. That's it. Uh, email any uh, email us any questions, thoughts, or comments. Grant and Terry at S2SSport.com. Find us on Facebook, Sideline to Sideline, on Twitter, at Grant and Terry. And until next week, this has been Sideline to Sideline, the 4A edition. To the bar by levy, 85 jacked up square by Chevy blanket in the back when it gets hot and